Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller here. I am sitting down to record this, and I just checked the time, 10.10 a.m. This is going to be another good one. Oh, I've been waiting to share this. I just needed to find the time to come in here and fire up this microphone and when I could just sit and talk because this is such a cool moment that occurred here just recently and put two and two together. And this is kind of from the current events here in 2022 of what we're doing in our lives right now. So to take a step back, a little bit reflective, it was a year ago, so this was August of 2021, spawned from a conversation that I had with one of you, one of our podcast listeners, Lynn Schaefer. If you've been in our Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast listeners, you know Lynn. She's in there quite a bit, helps us keep the good vibes going in there, and also has her coaching business, thebeautifulmindcoach.com. Wonderful program to help you really dig stuff up and out of your subconscious mind. Not only dig it up, change it, shift it, reprogram it. She has some really special tools that she is trained in, certifications, and also has just kind of put her own spin on it as well. It's a wonderful process. We were talking last July, and what was born from that conversation was to have a group get-together. And the purpose or the intention of it was to send love, peace, and healing literally, up into the sky for the world to hear and to see. Right after we conceived that, on my Facebook page came Dr. Emoto's uh, water page. There's a Dr. Emoto's been gone for a number of years, but somebody's keeping his Facebook page alive, and here it popped up. Yeah, it just happened to pop up. You know me better than that. And the pop-up was about them doing the Dr. Emoto process of sending love to a glass of water and then putting the, the molecules of the drop of water under a microscope. It did it remotely. They had done it over distance. So it wasn't just you having your eyes on the water that changed it. It was that you could replicate that and do it over extended space. So we started the meetings the first part of August 2021. Initially, we started it only in the Facebook group, and we were doing it at 8 p.m. on Sunday nights. Well, we still are doing it that way, but now we've also expanded to where it is simulcast on YouTube, and that's over on the Fun Astrology YouTube channel, Fun Astrology Podcast on YouTube and on the Subconscious Mind Mastery and Fun Astrology Podcast listeners on Facebook. Two places where we are, Sunday nights, 8 o'clock Eastern. So we've been doing this, and the focus, the ultimate focus or objective of this was to create love. So what I realized here is for the last year of my life, and I don't, man, I'll tell you what, I do not like kind of talking about this in this context It is a story. This is a blog of a journey. So this is part of the journey. So please understand this. It was just self-reflection. And, you know, I think we have to do this from time to time where we just stop and almost like you would check your pulse. Most of you don't have a reason to do that. I do. But But, uh, you stop and check your pulse. You just stop and see where am I right now? And as I was doing that not long ago, I realized, man, for a year, 
I have been focused on sending love out into the sky. Well, in order to do that, in order to do that effectively, you have to be love. I mean, I can't just get on there on Sunday night and have had a really crappy day and then go, okay, we're going to send love out tonight. Gee, isn't this great? You know, some plastic smile, inauthenticity or lack of integrity. I mean, the results speak for themselves. And we would not have good results if it was not flowing from proper loving motivations. So if the intention is to send love, you have to become love. And that's just it. And you can't do it one day a week. So I realized that by doing this event on a weekly basis, and usually I would prepare about two hours, maybe a a day, two hours a week that I would put into it of preparation, doing slides, thinking about what we were going to talk about, getting myself in the best space possible. About two hours generally happening on Sunday afternoons. But the rest of the time was either a flowing from because these things have become a real energy charge for the people that are participating. Or it would be ramping up to it, getting ready. It's like, okay, Sunday's coming. Got to get the, you know, making sure the vibe is on. So there's just this flow, this natural flow of being in this vibration or this intention of love. And really cool that the object of that love is basically, I mean, literally, we were saying, what can we do in this crazy world? Well, we can send love up and out because that's one thing. I mean, look, if Dr. Emoto's group can alter a snowflake remotely, then we can do the same. So it is having an effect. It's been proven. You can't hide from a microscope. So not long ago, I realized, okay, you've been doing this for one year. And then I looked back over that year. And then if you've been listening to this podcast, you know now that's a regular habit. It doesn't happen on New Year's Eve. It happens many times, many, many times through the year, many times through the week. And just checking in, looking back. So as I look back, I thought, you know what? This has literally changed me to the core And I started looking at things that had happened in my life and how they had happened naturally, effortlessly, the vibration I felt that I found myself in, the lack of need for things, the peace and calm, even amidst the storms of everything that's going on in our world. It's just like almost this detachment, like this stuff isn't important. Changing timelines, which is what we're doing. I've got some stuff coming up on that, too. And no, we're not abandoning the intuition. I just had to drop this one in. So we have a number of things coming up. But it's seeing things and responding to things and literally being different. Well, part of that was being led here to Western North Carolina and the way that all came down. And that's all been documented in here. Those are in past episodes. And then the energy around Lake Genaluska, which is documented in some of the most recent podcasts. So the whole thing just came together. And I realized that that this is part of radical transformation that's going on. And I totally believe in the depth of my heart that this is available to everyone who wants to pursue the same thing this path of love. It takes time. It doesn't happen overnight, but it is possible. I'm thinking probably a six to nine month process, maybe 12. 
at least by my own experience. For others, it could be faster, it could be slower. But something just happened this week that was a jaw-dropper. So during these healing convergences, about four times over the last... Okay, now the marker on this, this is being recorded on July twenty seventh, 2022. So we're going back over, let's say, June and July, probably is the time frame, that four times Facebook has sent a copyright violation flag on the replays of our healing convergence. And they put in there, every time they've sent it, what the reason for the flag was. And it's always about four or five classic music, classical music songs that we violated the copyright on. So this is something that Zuckerberg obviously has built into his system, that it scans every video that is on Facebook and probably every audio. And if there is something that resembles, I don't know how they've got a, what a database this thing must be, but they have a database of existing songs that if you play it, they're going to flag it and they'll take your audio down. Well, they weren't taking the audio down in the United States, but they said in 70 countries that the audio of the replays of Healing Convergence was cut off. But there's a little problem. And you guys know I'm not the biggest Facebook fan on the planet. Far from it. There's one problem. For an organization that is so darn concerned about fake news and the improper narrative and all of this, We've never played any music except one time at the very first meeting of Healing Convergence. I'm not talking about that one. They slapped the copyright on that one, and I changed immediately. I was like, oh, we can't do that, of course. Okay. Never have since. There's no music playing in my environment in the background. Oh, Thomas, you're just playing some music, and you forgot to turn it off. No, not not the case. Not at all. And you think, well... It's somebody playing music near you. Well, no, because the neighbor that I have next door to me is we are very much in agreement of keeping the noise down in each other's space. So that's not it. There are no leaks. So the bottom line is Facebook's servers, very sophisticated copyright scanning servers, are hearing music from our Healing Convergence broadcasts four times in about the last two months. Each time I write up a little appeal and I send it in, and about two weeks later, they restore and say, oh, yep, you were right, there's no music, sorry. But this week on Monday, as I'm recording this, I got another message. Your video has been cleared of copyright violations. So (laughs) that's when it clicked. I'm like, wait a minute. They really are hearing music. And one of our participants this past weekend mentioned that while Healing Convergence was going on, and by the way, this person lost her fiancé a couple of years ago, so she's been struggling through that and has been not in the best state. So see, you don't have to show up perfect for this to incredibly affect your life. While she was listening, her son, her jingling, noises outside his closed door to his room. She didn't hear them. He heard them. Just like we don't hear any classical music, Facebook does. So I was like, you've got to be kidding me. 
Because in Levels of Energy, Fred mentions that classical music is basically the highest energy form of music there is. Various chants would exceed classical music, but it's it's way up there. So, of course, if music was going to be heard, that's the music that it would be. And at first, I was bucking Facebook's accusations as some kind of accusatorial thing. You know, it's like, oh, you guys are crazy. I didn't respond that way, but I just said, hey, you might want to take a look at, um, you know, that there's no music playing. And now I realize it's an honor when they say this. And here's another point. They only hear it when it's live. They don't hear it on the replay. And I've had many people say that the replay of the Healing Convergence does not at all match the energy of the live event. So it really is all about us coming together. That's the secret. It can only happen live. Now, let's take this a step further because something in the sky showed us what's going on here. Very clear. You remember in the Bible the story of the nativity and the wise men who were Persian Magi astrologers? They still have a Magi society. They are astrologers. You know what they supposedly said. We saw a special star in the sky. We came here to check it out. In January of 2020, the planets Saturn and then Pluto behind it were in an exact line in the sky called a conjunction. We talked about it here and on Fun Astrology many, many times. That historically has always initiated an epic shift in human consciousness. The pattern is that things that were before, that had matured over a very natural 250-year cycle, was time for change. And the old guard had to be taken down. Well, About three weeks after that conjunction, we all were saying a new word in our vocabulary. It began with a C, and you know the rest. And it had quite a ripple effect in its wake. So, we are moving toward an obvious new timeline. I've been seeing some stuff lately, and Dolores Cannon actually popularized this, that there are going to be two timelines. So, think about a split in our reality. This is mind-boggling. But Mr. Dodson wrote about this in 2006 in Parallel Universes of Self. That man has been so way ahead of the times. If you've not read that or listened to that book, it's time. I would get it. It's time. Because that's what's happening. We are moving to two timelines. There is going to be an authoritarian, dictatorial timeline. The world is moving in that direction. And somehow there's going to be this higher timeline, one that is, at this point, basically only accessible by love, pure love. But here's the dilemma. Our entire world, not the United States, not Europe, the entire planet is geared to the low timeline. That's from the news media, to the politicians, to the entertainment industry, to social media. The whole package is low timeline energy. And we think that because we have a spiritual practice, that we're immune to it. But I'm going to argue that we're not. We are very subject to it. 
In fact, it comes up when we go to a movie, when we watch a TV show, both now full of violence and murder and killing. We wonder why this happens in our culture. We've been feeding it to ourselves my whole lifetime, 60 years. We hear our friends talking about it. We get on social media, which is basically nothing than a more than a bully platform. I mean, just put anything controversial up on your Facebook post and sit back and watch the comments come in. You're an idiot. You're a moron. And I'm not going to go into the language else that they use. You know what I'm talking about. And you say that you're immune to the lower timeline? It's everywhere. Now, here's where this gets a little bit predictive. Because I'm saying we have the choice. We have the tools. You wouldn't be here if you weren't pursuing a higher timeline existence. The problem is, how do we exist in a culture that is constantly trying to pull us away from that. And let's bring it right home. It could be our friends. It could be from our family, our close family. It could also be from our partner. The people, the very closest to us, may not be supporting us on this journey, may no longer be living the same timeline that we want to live. And that creates a real dilemma. Here's a little analogy. Let's say you go to the doctor. You've had a little unusual pain on your back left side. Doctor takes a look at it and says, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but there's a new tumor that we've just discovered that apparently you have. It's a very rapid growing tumor and it is fatal. There is no cure. You're going to die tomorrow with this tumor. However, there is one solution doctor says, I'm sorry, this is not a prescription I can write you, but I can tell you what to do. This tumor responds to positive thoughts and love and higher timeline thinking. What it will do is it will keep the tumor at bay, but it will not resolve the tumor. So what you have to do is you have to think high timeline thoughts, loving thoughts, only positive emotions all the time. If you do, then you won't die tomorrow, and you'll get another chance the next day. But if you start to think those negative thoughts, that tumor will start to grow, and you probably won't be around the next day. Now, obviously, that's a silly example, but what if it wasn't? What if that was real? What if your life depended on the quality of your thoughts, the timeline of your thoughts, all the time, every day, 24-7, this is a chronic issue that is never going to go away. So, you go to a movie, and it starts down a bad road. What are you going to do? Your life depends on it. You're out with friends. The conversation turns to current events, and it turns negative. Accusations, finger-pointing, fear, even hopelessness. What are you going to do? Your friends start talking politics. A virtual war breaks out. <laughs> what are you going to do? And oh, by the way, are you going to believe that doctor who gave you that diagnosis? Or are you going to go seek a second or third opinion? But the problem with that is, what if the doctor is right? If you don't implement his solution and you go looking for another opinion... By the time you get it, you find out, dang, that doctor was right. 
Or do you rally your friends and family somehow and you say, look, here's the condition and here's the solution that was given to me of how I can make it through, but I need your support. Are you willing to join me on the high timeline so that at least when you're around me, these are the things we focus on? This becomes the nature of our conversation. And here is where we clearly don't go. In other words, boundaries. I think that's going to become more important for us, especially in those close-in relationships where we don't have a choice. We're going to have to use boundaries. Look, this is the line that I am not willing or able to cross. If we cross that line, even for a little bit, we lose the timeline. We're back in the low-energy timeline, and we have to crawl back out again. That won't get us there, folks. No more is this a dabbling around or a trying it on. This is who's going to make it to the promised land or who isn't. And it's how we can start to impact and influence our culture. Because, fortunately, obviously, we don't have a disease that's going to take us off the planet tomorrow if we stumble and fall. Thank goodness we have the grace for that. But the point is, we are heading in a direction. And how are we going to choose to participate in that direction? And the other big question is, how firm are we going to be in that resolve? And I know what a lot of you might be thinking at this point. Yeah, but my job is so toxic and I have to pay my bills. What do I do? Or my marriage is so toxic, but we have to get the kids up and out. But I will never be able to get him or her on board with me. And yeah, I'm stuck with it. And it is oppressive. And this is where I think it's a dance. We do what we can. We don't quit loving others. We don't quit loving our family. You know, if we can make changes, we make changes. And if we can't, we can't. But we come back to our own resolve, knowing that for me, I'm going to be thinking of it as though my very life depended on it. And then you realize that the very tool that you are practicing is a tool that creates high-energy music inside Facebook's powerful servers. I love that verse in the Old Testament, in the book of Joshua, where he says to his nation, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. One of my dad's favorite verses in the Bible and I'm thinking of those words now. I'm going to stand for the higher timeline. Will you join me? Thank you for listening. Enjoy the journey. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.